welcome. Guess what time it is? It's time to stop and take a breath. It is crazy. You know, I saw that it's the 21st of January. I was like, what? I know it was just a couple of days ago that we started the new year, wasn't it? <laughs> I know. Well, ladies, it's time to get up, walk around, step away, take a breath, come hang out with Deborah and I just see what's happening today. So what's going on, Deborah? Wow. Well, but, you know, what, really, Wendy, what I want to talk about today is our title about the power of words. Oh. I don't know about you, but I've been kind of checking my vocabulary the, um, this last couple of weeks, and it leaves a little bit to be desired. You know, our words have power, and they can encourage others, they can damage others, they can heal relationships, they can inflict pain. I, you know, I, I just like the ladies to stop and just think a bit about the words they're using. You know, we're hearing it out in the marketplace and it is just, it is incredible. You know, I, this, you know, when I, I saw that you, this was what you wanted to talk about today. I was like, oh my stars, has she been in my mail? Oh my, because I am just so tired of listening to people be disrespectful. I mean, don't even get me started on the, what the words people are using in social media. I, I had this conversation with my kids and my husband last night. I'm like, when did it become okay to be disrespectful of someone else's thoughts or opinions? When is that okay? You know, it isn't even being, I, I think we've moved beyond disrespectful. And ladies, I am not talking about politics. I'm not talking about um, uh, any of those kind of things other than our social community and who we are as Christians. Okay. Because, you know, who we are right now, we're shouting at each other. Half of the world hates the other half. And when we say hate, they mean hate. We're trying to take them out by the knees. I, I mean, I, it's name calling, we're labeling each other. Um, we are making assumptions about uh, individuals' faith and the level of their faith. The enemy is having a happy dance. Oh. And, and I think Jesus is crying big tears. I, you know, how are we treating each other? Well, you know, I agree. I think Jesus is crying big tears. I know I'm crying big tears because my heart is just truly breaking for those who are hearing this, this hate, you know, we're supposed to, to be the number one commandment. The one thing that God tells us to do above all things is to love. That's and right. that means love with our words, love with our actions. And I think we've just forgotten that. And and I just, you know what? The power of the words is something that we have really, really forgotten. And, you know, my mom used to tell me, you know, treat people how you want them to treat you. Well, that is so true. And those words stay a lifetime. I mean, we can all go back and look at and think of things that we were told as children. They don't go away. They, they're like, glue that just sticks to us and we believe it and we carry it around with us forever 
You know, Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You know, I think about my own self. I know that when I'm fearful, when I'm angry, or I'm frustrated, my tone of voice and my words are like vicious little darts that come out and can lay a person flat. Is that who I really want to be? Is that the woman that I really want to be out in the, out in the world? You know, do I stop and take a breath before I open my mouth? Um, you know, I, it, is, it is incredible. And what are our children hearing today? Is this yeah. how we want them to interact and build relationships um, with other people because they can, um, they have a, a command of the of the worst kind of language and and words that they're using. It, it is just, I'm just really concerned, Wendy. I'm really concerned. You know, I I agree. We were talking earlier about you know uh, a, a a very successful entrepreneur who is has stated an opinion, used some words, and the whole world is trying to destroy his business because of his opinion. Yeah. And that he spoke out and said, this is what I believe in. How did we become that, right? How did, how did as we as Christians, instead of embracing with grace and love you know um we don't have to we don't have to like it but it it's not our place to judge either you know that's the part i i want i don't understand how how suddenly hundreds of millions of men and women have gotten the right to judge i i, I only have one person one one that can judge me, and that's my heavenly Father. He he's the one who gets to uh, judge my actions, and the one I have to please. Well, there is a time and a place, right, where we have to call out when something needs to be healed or it needs to be addressed, right? Um, when we have been committed or something isn't done right, and we are called to do that. But and it's a delicate dance. I think to be able to um, be firm in our conviction and have the courage to step out and to say it, but we need to do it with truth. It, that truth needs to be said with love and kindness. It isn't about destroying a person. Um, we want it to address things in the way that reveals really the heart of Christ right. as, he, as he would deal. I mean, I think about when I make a mistake, do I want do I want Jesus to stand in front of me and call me all kinds of names? Do I want him to tell me that I'm, you know, the worst thing that ever lived on the, on the earth and he's sorry he ever created me? Um, that he's going to destroy me and everything I've ever done? Is that how I want him to treat me? I, I, I can't imagine others in that same way. That's so true. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because as entrepreneurs right we have a lot 
of words that we have to use in our business. We have marketing messages, right? Mm -hmm. We have um, we have brochures, we have contracts, we have promotional stuff. You know, we have business plans, we have strategies. I mean, there's a lot of words that we put together uh, around our business. And, oh, wait a minute, I think I just used some wrong words there. I just said around our business. Oh, there we go. It's Who's not ours. Whose yeah. business is Wendy? <laughs> That's right. It's God's business. He's asked me to steward it. So the question is, am I using the words he would want me to use? Am I serving his customers, his employees, the way he wants it done? And what what a big mind shift because so so as an entrepreneur we've got a lot of words that we have to use and that we need to use truth as you said not opinion and that's a big difference right the yeah. other thing is as a woman mm -hmm. i'm a wife and a daughter and a mother and a sister and a friend and all of these things my words have a great deal of power there as well because there are words that I have said to my kids that mm -hmm. I'm like, um, they've come back to haunt me. I said them in anger. That's right. And it yeah. has, <laughs> oh, but you know what? I can't, that word is embedded. It's embedded in their, their mind and their heart. And, and we forget that. It's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it's not really the gift we want to be giving to, to our children, our friends, our family. Well, Wendy, this comes to, my, to the first talking point as I was thinking about this. So I'm glad that you brought it up. You know, just thinking over the last 24 hours. Uh-oh. Just over the last 24 hours. At home, at work, maybe with a, you know, your devotional group, your social media, what words did you use and did they reflect the grace and mercy of Christ Ooh. or were they missiles that were intended just to um, put somebody in their place or to destroy them? James 3, 5 through 6 says the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. Wow. I know. I was just convicted as I, even again, as I'm reading this today, I'm, wow, thinking about a tongue being a, a, a fire and seeing those forests ablaze. Yeah. Wow. And the yeah. question is, did I intend to set that fire? Because sometimes in our anger and fear, yeah. um, we do. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe nobody else has. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> you know, and, and, and then here's the thing. So I did set that fire, but I am looking. I don't want that mistake to come back and haunt me forever, right? It, it may. But I also, I think we have to remember that on the other side of that, when forgiveness is requested, 
when mm-hmm. the apology is made, you know, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Now, here's something else we need to remember. He didn't give us a list. Well, these are the sins that I'm dying for. And these are the sins that you're just going to have to suck it up and they're yours now. That, that's not really how it worked, right? It was a blank slate. The Lord said, they're all washed away. So what does that mean, right? We need to think about that in how we are using our words and how we are receiving words from someone else. If they've asked for forgiveness, you know. This is so important. And, you know, and immediately coming back and saying, I think I I spoke out of turn or I spoke in haste. And I do, and I'm very sorry that I did that. You know, we have a, uh, we have a sister organization that we've um, partnered with, uh, Transformational Leadership, who has a great six-step apology that we've used, incorporated at Nehemiah into our covenant agreement about how we treat each other, how we talk to each other as well. And really, I think even at that point is about, you know, coming back and asking the Lord for um, revelation, Lord, yeah. show me where I need to make changes in my conversation, in my opinions, my words. How do I share those, the choices of those words, and my tone of voice? Because, um, you know, we can say a word, but the tone of voice that we use it with is something else. And I think, ladies, we know, don't we, when we can say I don't something. know what you're talking about. I, I just don't. Have a tone of voice. The words may be okay, but the tone of voice tells it all. Or, or this. Oh yeah. The, 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 the expression on our face. I, I don't know. My. Uh, this is where Zoom gets me in trouble because there are sometimes I'm like I need to go off camera <laughs> because my thoughts are showing up on my face and and we we have to be aware of that, right? Thank you know. You. I, I and love having it. the Lord, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna say, and having the Lord reveal it, I think oh, that yeah. shows a repentant heart because that repentant heart then can change, can change those words that are sticking to others that we've we sent out there. Sorry, oh. go ahead. No, you know you're right, Deborah, and and, and you know in Proverbs twelve eighteen it says there is some whose rash words are like sword thrusts. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, the words we're using that are harsh and, and, and hurtful. But we also have an opportunity to bring healing with our words as well, to bring forgiveness. You know, we talk about change. We need change. Well, our change is going to happen with healing words not a sword thrust. And so how do we as Christians, as Christian entrepreneurs in the marketplace, right? We have a huge opportunity as Christian entrepreneurs to be the the first to speak the healing words, to speak the love and to embrace that and to lead by example. You know, that's to me that's what we are so missing are those who are going to lead by example and use healing words. And that's what I'd love for us to think about as women, the healing words with 
our significant other, our spouse. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know that there are times I, about my husband and I have been married for 34 years. It'll be 34 years this, this year. And about 20 years ago, we got in an argument and I said some things and I want you to know to this day, I still hear those awful words that I said to my husband. Now I've asked for forgiveness, but you're right. It's like that sticky note. And I remember that in anger, I said that and I know that he remembers those words. I know that that sticky note is still sticking to him as well. Mm-hmm. And that's not my can. I, I, I've asked for forgiveness, but truthfully, I, I can't take it back. I, I can't. They're, they're out there. And then there's these, okay, then there's these crazy people who post it all over the internet. So it's not only in my own head it, permanently, it's out for the world to see permanently. Why would you do that instead of healing words? Let's put healing words out there. Yeah, I think that's so true. And, and, and that, you know, we've got to understand, I think as well, that um, our opinion <laughs> is not always the right opinion. Now, Deborah, I'm shocked to hear that. I, I know. I Who knew? Know. And that we don't have all the answers either. That's right. Oh. So it's so important, I think, as well to understand that. Well, Wendy, I'd like to talk about this third point uh, as we kind of look at this issue today, and that is, what is the opportunity that I have today to bring specific words to those around me, my coworkers, family, um, customers that I'm with, that can help and bring healing to them as well, that really is about building relationships and, and being Christ in the moment, right? How can I do that today? Um, maybe someone that I've been not as, um, maybe I've had a disagreement with. How can I come back around, pair that through um, better words? How can I bless them to do that? You know, that's so true because I think we we don't think about that part either. You know, one of the things that when I came on board with Nehemiah Project about four years ago, that I was just kind of taken back about because I've always worked in the secular world. I was an entrepreneur. I, I never quite understood how to bring my work and worship together. You know, I was always taught I had to be separate, you know, all of that. And so one of, the, one of the things that was just startling is we never start any meeting of any kind, whether it's two of us sitting down talking or in a meeting with, with a, a group of people without starting in prayer. And at first I was like, oh, isn't that nice? And then they end in prayer. And I thought, oh, isn't that nice? But then it was every meeting, every class. And I was like, wow. And and I was so surprised. Now I don't think about it because it's natural. But the idea of starting by going to the Lord and our words, we start in that reverence. It sets the tone for the whole conversation. 
you know, when we connect. We invite, we invite in the Holy Spirit to be a part right? of it. <laughs> right. And, and it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to use ugly words when you start off with the Holy Spirit being invited into the room. Right. And, I, and then I, I started thinking, well, what if I do that every time I meet with a customer? Or every time I go out to a networking meeting and I pray before I go and I've invited the Holy Spirit to come with me into these conversations, it has changed the tone. It has changed the words that I've, I've used. And, you know, ladies, we, you know, some of you've heard us, Deborah and I talk about this, our three minutes. We have our three minute, you know, um, session when we're just about at our, wits end and we're mad and we just need to get it off our chest we got three minutes mm -hmm. and we started this a couple of years ago but here's the thing at the end of those three minutes and we do set a timer by the way it's not pretty at the end of those three minutes it has to be released and we go to the lord so and half the time we forget what we've even been ranting about <laughs> <laughs> because it's the power of the words, right? It's the power of inviting the Holy Spirit into those conversations. It's the flesh, right? Because our flesh needed the three minutes. That's the truth. But imagine if we didn't take it to the Lord at the end of that and we held on to those because then those words get all yicky and ugh. And then we start spreading them around, right? Well, our behavior then begins uh, the same way. And we withhold, we held uh, grudges and resentments. And, um, and we start attributing actions and, and behaviors uh, behind it that, you know, aren't truth in most cases. You know, in Proverbs 15, 4, Wendy, it says this, a gentle tongue is a tree of life. Mm. A gentle tongue. Well, no, I want to be a, I want to be a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. You know, we're 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 about I'm a you know my destiny is about building life in others. It isn't about breaking their spirit. How can I be against what God's created me to be? The the activities He's asked me to do, the reason why I'm here, taking up space and air. Is so that I can build life in others. I can't do that if my words are hurting or cutting people down or making them feel worse about themselves or angry with me and angry with others. That anger just spreads again like that wildfire. Yeah. Um, and, and it really has caused me to stop and to think. Now, the other part of that, I think, as well, that we haven't talked about with our words is. Um, what I've been kind of surprised at is the curse words that seem just flow off of the tongues. I mean, I'm ashamed if I say, you know, a, a, a bad, quote, bad word, right? <laughs> kind of like, I have to say it in my breath sort of like this. Now it's just part of the, of, of the conversation. I, it, it's surprising. It's alarming. Oh, well, there are a lot of words that show up in conversation now that are alarming. Um, a, a lot of them. But, you know, Deborah, you brought up a point about your purpose. I, I think, you know, my purpose is to lead people in places better than I found them. And sometimes that's just a smile. 
you know, the person in the grocery line who's, you know, frustrated and struggling and just giving them a smile, a word of an encouragement. And I have to say, you know, when, when I went through identity and destiny the first time, um, I, I really began to pay attention to the words because I really understood what my purpose was. Because see, for a long time, I thought my purpose was my assignment, right? I'm here to you know, build this business. I'm here to do this. I'm here to be a mom. I thought my assignment, I never really understood the difference. And when I, I, I understood my purpose, then it does make a difference. I do pay more attention to the words that I use and I pay more attention to my actions as well. And I think that that's something really important. But the other part of that is, you know, part of identity destiny, we talk about what we're passionate about. But we talk about what the underlying need was. And I think that's part of the question that I, I, I throw out about your words. Because sometimes we have to say, well, what was the underlying need for that word? Was, was I really trying to hurt somebody or was I hurt? Exactly right. Well, Wendy, I'm really glad that you brought up about identity and destiny. Because, ladies, if you're listening to us today and you're thinking, what are those two women talking about? What is purpose and destiny and who? what's my identity? You may be interested in joining us. Um, I think we have a class that's upcoming in a few weeks, Wendy, around identity and destiny, where we explore these topics and um, and how it changes the course of our actions, our behaviors, when we understand who we were and how God created us that allows us to reject these things that are not good for us and to say yes and to embrace the good that the Lord has in store. And so I think that we've got some, oh, here it is uh, right on the bottom here of the banner. Um, starting in February 23rd, you want to be a part of that. Just let Wendy or I know as well. Well, Wendy, we're getting close to the end of this this session. Wow. You know, I do. We we have an opportunity. We have one of the greatest opportunities, I think, ever to speak life with our words. And so what I'm going to encourage you to do today is think about how I can speak life into somebody else. What words can I use to encourage, um, give them hope? We've all struggled this last year. We've all had challenges we've social distance we've got locked in our homes we've lost loved ones we're we've we've lost business but instead of instead of thinking of all of that let's embrace the glory that god has has and given us the love the the sacrifice he made and let's speak life let's speak positive words into our employees into our clients mm -hmm. into our families so as you go out today as you go back to work you're you're you take a breath over and it's time to get back to work i encourage you speak life into someone see what happens ah oh, so true so true thank you for that wendy and i would just say you know if if you had a harsh word today for someone, if you weren't as kind as you thought, as you know you can be, you know, um, go back to that person, admit it, ask them to forgive you, tell them that you're sorry, 
Oh, wow. It's making me just kind of tear up to think about that. Um, and that, um, tell them, the, you know, how you were feeling. And I think that restore that relationship as well. And then ask the Lord, show me again where those circumstances where I have a, a where I tend to fall. What is it that causes me to use those kinds of words or tone of voice where I want to hurt someone? Help me so that before it comes, I can change the way I walk and ask him to reveal it. And I'm sure that he will. So, Wendy, if I could just pray for our ladies today and then uh, and then I'll use our um, our scripture that we'd like to close with. So, Father God, we just ask for your um, for your presence to be in every one of our conversations. Lord, show us when we are getting ready, when our our minds are thinking of uh, how we can respond um, more in your way, Lord that we use your grace, your mercy, your love for us. Show us, Lord, how we build life in others, Lord, how we can build um, life into them as well as leaving them better from this conversation than when they started with it. That, Lord, when we are feeling frustrated and angry, when we want to lash out, that, Lord, we remember your word from First Chronicles 11, 16.11, that, Lord, we look to you and your strength, yes. that we see your face always. Thank you, everyone, for being with us today. We um, are looking forward to next week. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and love to hear from you. Be sure go to um, Women in Business um, eCommunity on Facebook so that um, you can leave us a message and tell us about how words have been affected for you this week. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, and Wendy. We have, our life, we have our life group tomorrow. Oh, that's right. That's right. Join us tomorrow for our devotional group. We'll see you then. You have a blessed day. Thank you, everybody.